Are you looking for a trusted property insurance partner to help your business grow and stay resilient? FM Global uses science, data, and research to help you make informed decisions. By working together, FM Global can help you grow your company with confidence and deliver the protection and expertise you need to thrive. We're also here to help you navigate the complex world of ESG. We'll work with you to identify and mitigate risks related to natural disasters and offer solutions that contribute to a more sustainable future. Let's prepare to prosper. Welcome back to the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Live as live can get on the big broadcast. We are coast-to-coast and boulder-to-boulder. We've got some Gary Moore here. Who the hell is Gary Moore? Didn't we have him on this show at one point? I think we did. Gary Moore. He's got one of those... uh, He's got one of those names that, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like, uh, John, John, what was it? John, John LaFontaine? Was was that his, was that his freaking name? What was his name? LaFontaine? I don't, I don't know what his name was. Pat, Patrick LaFontaine? I don't know. I don't think there's anybody named Patrick LaFontaine anywhere in this world. Maybe there is, uh, and he's probably getting a bailout from Trump. But we are <laughs> we are going to go to our next guest. Uh, Karen Cataline is going to be with us here in just a few moments. We are going to pull up all the skip Skypes and all the shenanigans and all the crap. And get uh, Karen Cataline in here. If you want to get a hold of us online, you can do so. JiggyJaguar.com. JiggyJaguar.us, which we don't own anymore. I don't know why I promote it. But (laughs) we are going to go to Karen Cataline. She is going to join us here in just a few moments. Possibly. There she is. We can he- we can hear her finally. Look at that. I can hear I can see you. You can see me, which is Woohoo! ridiculous. Uh I can't see you though. You do you can't? have do you have a button you can hit over there? There should be like a little camera's on. Like a video shenanigans thing. At the bottom I have maybe. My video on. Because, like, if my I do that, I turn mine myself. off. Oh, wait a minute. Now. There we are. I can turn mine on, and I, and I can look at you. Look at that. Fantastic. Let me, uh, let me get all... radio. Let me get all my shenanigans here set up so we can actually uh, see you and hear you and, and all this. Uh, we have got Karen Cataline with us today. She joins us live here in the broadcast. She's the author of the award-winning memoir... Fat Lash, Food Police, and the Fear of Thin. And uh, she has also been on our broadcast many times in the past. And I'm glad today that we have got her on the old Skipscape. And uh, so, so Karen, uh, this coronavirus thing, uh, it seems yeah. to be taking over the world. Uh, it has taken over the world. Uh, like, a, like I've said many times, I sure hope somebody registered that coronavirus.com when it first came out. And uh, selective <laughs> outrage is the topic today. 
Um, uh, talk to us about this. Well, as a lead up to what has happened since I wrote that piece about selective outrage and uh, justice is no longer blind, we have uh, governors who are, uh, well, they've been completely overtaken with power. The one I know best is the one that is uh, governing, dictating in the state of Colorado. What I want to get to is what is being done to protest him. And uh, the protests have been phenomenally successful, even though the media refuses to report it. But uh, the selective outrage, I'll give you a perfect example of what Governor Jared Polis, and and by the way, to give you an idea, Colorado was always a swing state, but it was targeted for takeover, and the left did a beautiful job of it, because in less than the time that they had intended, and I direct you to an old book, but still a goodie, um, (laughs) called uh, The Blueprint, how Democrats took over Colorado and why Republicans everywhere should care. Look it up, read it, because this is how they did it. They got four billionaires together who really had an issue about gays. Either they were gay or they were the sister of gays, like, Pat Stryker, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but they disagreed with Colorado's vote on an issue to include uh, uh, gender in sort of basic civil rights. Gosh, I'm going back a ways. But (laughs) um, nonetheless, they had a bee up their bonnet. And now, fast forward to 2020, we have a complete monopoly of power in the state of Colorado. They have the both houses of the legislature. Wow, One wow. of those billionaires is now the governor of Colorado by the name of Jared Polis. And he would like everybody to think he's very, very reasonable and fair, but he's not. For example, <laughs> what he deemed to be essential were public transportation and uh, pot shops and liquor stores. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Driving in your own car alone on the highway is not essential, and yes. neither is Hobby Lobby. <laughs> so you get an idea. <laughs> you get an idea of his biases, and this is a an ugly, despicable example of what our founders knew when they said, I don't think they said it, but we've known ever since, <laughs> that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. So the governor alone gets to decide whose business, whose livelihood, whose entire life is essential and whose are not. All right. And then we can go forward because I believe it or not, even though I am a talk show host, (laughs) I like dialogue rather than monologue. So. You could ask me questions. Karen oh. Cataline with us today. She joins us today here on Skype, and uh, she is fantastic. We've had her on the program many a time. This is the first time doing a video, which is awesome. And uh, so, Karen, uh, what what do you make? Like yesterday, we had uh, Pat Militich on and uh, a, a few other folks, and they were talking about the fact that they're setting up all these 5G towers. 
they're doing all this uh, craziness. It, it, it seems kind of under everybody's nose. Or everybody's on lockdown. Um, originally, we were told at the beginning of the of the the year and even the uh, election cycle. Oh, this Andrew Yang is out of his mind because he wants universal yes. basic income. And now all of a sudden, yeah. Trump's like, you know, screw it. Well, not really Trump. It's more or less the 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 guys behind the scenes. But um, the uh, I don't know what you, whatever you want to call them, the elite, the deep state, new world order, whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, now we're just printing money to print money. <laughs> what? Well, Everybody gets some cash. Not, even more insidious than that, because if you look at it. Uh, there's an old phrase, cui bono, who benefits? Yes. Well, if you look at what we have right now, we have pro- uh, progressive, I hate even using the word because it's regressive. We have leftist, communist, socialist nirvana. They have us where they want us. They're bankrupting oil and gas, which they hate. They don't like private business and private enterprise. They love government and explode the power and control of government. I mean, this is socialism, communism 101. Yes. And as somebody that I know has said, what's the difference between socialism and communism? About five years. <laughs> so that's, you know, if the young who have been indoctrinated, and I, I'm not the first to say this, but I did say it, uh, <laughs> want to know what real socialism looks like, this is an appetizer, more than an appetizer. This is what it looks like. Government's telling you where you can go, whether you can leave your home, whether you have a right to own a business, and even if they open your business, how you will run that business. I'm not sure enough Republicans even understand the momentous, extraordinary times we are living in we have to be the ones to let them know that because uh, they're a little slow on the uptake occasionally. What What do you make of the uh, the fact that Scarf Lady and <laughs> Fauci are just like these huge celebrities? I I I I just I, I don't understand where they came from. I, I I'm assuming that you know they got installed by. You know the, the the various folks, but uh, my God, they, they, these these two just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, Scarf Lady was elected <laughs> to a seat in in the House, but but Tony Anthony Fauci was not elected <laughs> to a damn thing. Yes, all right, and he's running around like he's going to make policy. Uh, the the problem of the unelected bureaucrats, which became very, very clear in the despicable impeachment hearings, the arrogance of unelected bureaucrats who decided that since Trump wasn't doing what they wanted, he deserved to be impeached on false charges. Um, that's something. Uh, the other thing, which uh, will come back to me, there's way too many things in my head and i'm you know i do this the way i always do it which is off the cuff um uh, it'll come to me um it's well 
you ask me a question, and I about six things always come to mind. At <laughs> and then all of them leave me, just like that. <laughs> that happens to me constantly. We have got uh, Karen Cataline with us today. She joins us live here on on Skype, and. Uh, so, so Karen, uh, you're you're writing uh, about the coronavirus. You're writing about all the uh, selective outrage. Uh, what's been some feedback you've gotten some, from folks on all this? Well, uh, yes. Remind me. I know what I was going to say. So, or uh, no, well, go ahead. J- jump in there, and yeah, then we'll do the next there one. There was a talk show host <laughs> today who said early on, you know, who do you believe with regard to the coronavirus? Since there's so much misinformation, there's so much junk out there that has turned out to be wrong and which has been used for uh, evil instead of for good, have been used for evil purposes and political agendas, who do you believe? And I wanted to tell that talk show host, but I didn't get a chance, that if you're really a person who seeks the truth, You listen to people and you look for holes in their story. The left and the reasons they are so desperate to remain shut down and to... We forced the governor to open up in Colorado quicker than he was going to, and his hard leftist base is furious with him, and they say they want him to shut down. They kept begging him to shut us down uh, around St. Patrick's Day. So you got to ask yourself... What's the basis for this? Why are they ignoring all good news and fear-mongering to within an inch of their life or hours? And that's how I determine the truth, is when I see that people are ignoring basic information that everybody else has in order to run a narrative, well, then you know that the narrative is what matters to them. The first time I remember seeing that, was in the Ferguson thing, or even before that, the Zimmerman case in Florida, where the facts yes. were obscured in order to run a narrative. And, and that was mind-boggling. So when you ask, where did these people come from? That was what I was going to say, that people like Fauci are ideologues dressed up in legitimacy. On the other hand, uh, Scarf Lady is, as I know who you're talking about, <laughs> yes. merely is an advocate for uh, terrorism against the United States of America. The fact that she's sitting there is is a curious thing, isn't it? Yes. Among her buddies as well. So uh, to answer your question about the kind of feedback I've gotten, yes, <laughs> um, it is astounding to me how there's another way to identify uh, uh, lies and uh, and fake uh, propaganda, all the rest of that, if you're not allowed to ask questions, you know something's wrong. And I was asking questions early on as to how it is that the seasonal flu is barely a hiccup every year, and nobody in their right minds ever would have thought of shutting down a country, let alone a state or whatever reverse that and <laughs> a, a person on my professional facebook page uh karen cataline same thing all over was giving me a deadly hard time and telling me i was killing people <laughs> because 
I was asking questions. I mean, it was the most maddening conversation. I didn't back down. I think he was anti-fa, and I accused him of it based on his conversation. And then he disappeared. When I asked him, how come you haven't <laughs> had banished. a post on your Facebook page since 2015? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm yes. allowed. I'm allowed to be uh, anonymous, and I said, oh, you're from Antifa, and he just sort of disappeared into the woodwork. He just vanished. So that's, that's, that's awesome. what we're up against, and the more they tell you not to ask questions, don't ask, uh, don't trust your common sense, the more courage is required to ask those questions and more. And we need to encourage people to ask those questions uh, yes. because we're in a precarious situation right now. They literally are uh, uh, getting away with blatant unconstitutionality, the likes of which our founders would have never tolerated, ever. Yeah. Well, see, that this is this is the thing. Karen Cataline with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast. She has written a... Uh, Great piece, Coronavirus and Selective Outrage, and she joins us today here on Skype. Uh, I, see, this is the thing. They, 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 they've taken away the... Uh, the, the they're start, in California, they're starting to, to put all the 5G towers up. They're starting to uh, take down all the... Um, yeah. All, this, all the uh, ham radio towers. And I'm like... <laughs> Why are they, it's like at a certain point they've just decided, you know, we're just going to take the masks off and this is what we're doing. Is that pretty if much what's going don't on? see who these people are right now, they're never going to. Now, I did read an article, and you have mentioned this a few times, the 5G towers. Yep. I'm a lousy technical person, <laughs> but I certainly have, uh, I certainly have read articles about that very thing. My yep. phone is turned down, but it's buzzing at hey, me. Hey, that's fine. Um, no. <laughs> um, and, you know, you don't need to believe in conspiracy theories when the facts before you lead to exactly what we used to think were conspiracy theories. Yeah. If you're going to impose tyranny on a freedom-loving country that has that was founded on individual freedom, and personal responsibility, well, you have to clamp down on them. You yes. have to punish them for not obeying. And this is what we've seen with this coronavirus, which I hate to have to qualify, but yes, there's a virus. I don't think there isn't. I think that well, the yeah. numbers do not, do not in any way, shape, or form point to the kind of hysteria and radical tyranny that's been imposed on people in colorado we had a man who just happened to be a retired uh state trooper who was playing t-ball in an empty park with his daughter and his wife and he was put in handcuffs in front of his daughter yes um, just now, insane uh, uh and, and we laugh at it and it is insane but people don't realize these are the same people who tried to railroad Donald Trump uh, treasonously out of office. Yeah. These are the same people who every narrative they run has a giant flaw you could drive a, drive a truck through. <laughs> you, for example, you do not have to 
uh, fear monger about a virus, which is easy to do because people are concerned about their health. It's a perfect propaganda tool. But you do not have to fear monger about it if, for example, it was the bubonic plague, right? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. people who just get near it are going to die. Instead, the governor of Colorado was halfway through a numerous, interminable Monday, Wednesday, Friday press conference because he wants to run for president. Yes. Um, saying, oh, by the way, he was giving motherly advice, right? And he said, by the way, if you do test positive for coronavirus, nine out of ten people will need no medical treatment at all, not even an aspirin. Let me say that again. It's a hell of a deal. Nine out of ten people will need no medical treatment at all, not even an aspirin, and we are shutting down the lives, the livelihoods, and robbing people of their fundamental constitutional yeah. rights because of that. And people are looking at that, and be, I don't know how long we're going here, but I do no, want to tell you how important it is that a, a gridlock event took place on Sunday. We heard that Jared Polis was going to keep us shut down until June. Wow. Many of those people, it, thank God for Michigan, Michigan, and then Minnesota. And then uh, thousands of people showed up, and uh, it was misreported with agents provocateur. You know what that is, right? People who oh, yeah. claim to be uh, nurses in scrubs. They were probably <laughs> Antifa. We're yeah. running that down right now. So uh, the very next day, Jared Polis announced that he is partially opening up the state <laughs> on April 27th. <laughs> but he's not going to give up cr cr uh, uh, control because that's who the left is. They're all about control. They want to be God yes. in their own universe, and they want to be God in yours as well. Uh-huh. You better so, believe it. Yeah, so so he's going to hold on to the restaurants. He's going to have all kinds of rules and regulations to tell people how to run their business. So we have a new... Now, I'm not, like, the spokesperson for this, but I have helped out on the project. It's called MaydayUSA.com. Org. MaydayUSA.org. Mayday has many meanings. As you know, Mayday is yeah. a cry of help. Mayday is a cry of emergency, yep. crisis. Yep. It's also the first of May, which celebrates spring, even though it already came. <laughs> and thirdly, it is a socialist holiday, which we are taking back for free markets and for liberty. And we hope awesome. that Mayday dot maydayusa.org will spawn many maydays mayday there's maydaycolorado.org there's mayday uh we hope there will be mayday idaho what state are you in again i am in kansas and mayday, uh they, they had a uh they had a protest uh Great. yesterday i believe uh at the uh, at the capitol so good and 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 an act it, it, we so don't I, beg I, I, our captors to be benevolent dictators. We what? tell them that they work for us, yes. and they need to get out of the way and stop trying to control our lives. That's what classical liberalism and conservatism and other liberty-loving groups are all about. Get out of the way. 
this is America, you don't get to control us. Or as the young like to say, you're not the boss of me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, our, our, um, I've started referring to the Kansas governor as the Manchurian governor. Um, she, uh, <laughs> she, she thinks that she's, you know, a, a big deal as well. Uh, this, this is a woman who... We interviewed uh, myself and Ross Long on our on our television show live from Salina last year. We interviewed pretty much everybody that was running as a Democrat, and we started when we started on the list of everybody who was a Republican. Shockingly, we got thrown off the air. However, I'm shocked. <laughs> however, I uh, I the last person to register to run for governor was our current governor and she registered on the final day at the final hour that you could and so i'm like okay well you know we've interviewed everybody i'll go track her down so she didn't have a facebook page she didn't really have a twitter account she didn't really have any of these things and i happened to find an email somewhere and I sent the email, and her daughter writes me back, and she goes, well, I would love to set this up, but mom's not real good with technology. And I thought, Uh-oh. okay, well, then mom's probably not going to win. <laughs> and she did. And the then all of a sudden they had this primary, and Carl Brewer, who was the former mayor of Wichita, who we'd had on the show, who... He had a lot of good ideas about reaching reaching across the aisle and working with both Republicans and Democrats. He had these great, great ideas. Um, Josh Savati, who was from the Salina area, who had Manhattan and Kansas City, all these different you know counties that were in cities that were ready to vote for him. And then all of a sudden they had this primary, and Mom sweeps everybody. And I'm like, okay, how did this woman who didn't understand Facebook, didn't understand yeah. anything, comes out yeah, of nowhere I, and wins? I and then that. Did she run as a Republican? No, she ran as a Democrat. <laughs> when was the last Democrat you had in the state of Kansas? Uh, Might have been uh, maybe Bill Graves. Maybe. How many years ago? Oh, several, several years ago. But she won, and then all of a sudden she gets she gets in there, and I'm like thinking, where in the world did she come from? (laughs) That's deadly. So very beginning at the early on when I saw this, I was watching, and everybody, I must say, I saw it before a lot of people, and I started doing research on how many governors who shut down early on were Democrats and how many were Republicans. Now it's a clear, clear pattern. They were shutting down the states four and five to one. And the Republicans that were shutting down, they were hardly, they were hardly Republicans. They were, they were either in very big Democrat states or they were, uh, I don't like using the word rhino, but they were hardly <laughs> Republicans at all. Yeah. So um, I have predicted for a long time that uh, Democrats, unless they're Jared Polis and want want to run for president and get uh, protested with 
I don't know, thousands upon thousands of cars in downtown Denver. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jared, uh, uh, Democrat governors were the first to close and they'll be the last to open. Yes. And they're continually holding on to this scare tactic narrative. Why? Because that's how you control people with fear. Well, uh, well, Karen, before we go, how do people find you online, get your book, everything else, my friend? Well, the best thing, I want to give two websites. My website is KarenCataline.com, spelled Karen the normal way, K-A-R-E-N, last name K-A-T-A-L-I-N-E.com. And I do a live internet talk show called Spouting Off. (laughs) Fridays, Mountain Time, noon at Mountain Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I write a lot of op-eds, a lot of blogs. The other one I want people to think about, and the activists in your audience, to think about getting a May Day Kansas in your, and get maydaykansas.org, and start thinking about how you can organize to open without the permission of your governor, because we are on solid ground. Even in a state of an emergency, they cannot take away your constitutional rights, but they're pushing and pushing and pushing to see how far they can go. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah. So please go there and you'll see a prototype for a flyer that you can uh, give out to your favorite businesses, encourage them to open on or before May 1st, which is right around the corner. Yep. And yep. there's safety in numbers. The more businesses that open up, uh, they can't arrest everybody. I encourage everybody. I <laughs> can't arrest everybody. Gandhi. That's Watch awesome. Watch the movie Gandhi about civil disobedience. And um, we're, we're in this together insofar as we all have rights, and they're all being taken away. So thank you very much for having me on your show. You're always so much fun to talk to. Well, thank you, Karen. I appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. My pleasure. Thank Thank you. you. There she goes, Karen Cataline. We are going to take a brief time out. And uh, when we come back, we got Greg Palast coming up on the other side. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.